my phone. Um, same one you used to? Oh, we still doing TV. Wasn't it the same name that he had for his blog? Ellilith? Yeah, isn't that it? Well, I had one in mind that was just... He had texted me, we stood on Skype, I said, yeah, what's your current I'm Skype name? And he, I'm waiting for a response. He's typing. Okay. I've got scars that can't be seen. I've got drama can't be stolen. Everybody knows me now. Are we, are we good? We're so good. Did Snore gonna join us? Uh, he messaged me uh, saying that he wasn't gonna be able to make it. Uh, what did he say? He said, um, he's a tiny little baby. I won't be able to make it in the morning. Have a great chat and say hi and thanks for considering me. Oh. This, was, this was questionable for him anyway. This is super early in the morning. Wow, dude, Doug, you're. Like your uh, book club sounds like one of those like the existentialist like what was exactly but I I listened I listened to that and uh, wow that was like it felt like there's like a book that just like kind of like was it depressing I don't know what it was but you guys wow that was interesting it was like I like I like listening to book club chats for books I haven't read uh, that was something else I think it was maybe your last one. Cool. Yeah. So well, that's the hope. Um, as far as I can tell, this is recording. Is that the way it reads to you guys too? Uh, it says Douglas is recording the call with, with the little howl. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let me, oh, and thank you, David. Um, yeah. The the hope is that that would illuminate the book enough so that you don't have to read it but you'll get something out of it yeah but that maybe uh our conversation would make you want to read the book maybe too so we got jason here jason. yes yes so uh i think i can explain this without coming off as completely insane but i'm not sure where to begin so what um i mean did you guys uh watch uh the lazarus production uh, the, you're talking about the music video for Lazarus? No, no, no. Uh, the, the production that uh, Bowie uh, put out, the, the whole uh, stage play that he oh, did. Oh, no. I, I don't know. Oh, I, 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 told, I told Alan to uh, send that to all of you, but I guess it didn't. Oh, I looked at, I looked at the Mask of, of God uh, blog post to Kanye Part 2 or whatever, but I haven't gotten, I haven't had enough time. I've been working. Man, shit, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I didn't send it. I, I, I have not been able to coordinate 
that end of this. I I lost my job. I actually lost both my jobs last week and started a new job this week. So Whoa. Yeah. Mercury yeah. retrograde. Yeah, it's kind of a turbulent, turbulent period in my life. But um okay, so Jason, well maybe you could start there. What are we missing in the 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 Lazarus production? Like what makes it distinct okay, from the music okay. video? So um, you know, in Lazarus, you know, Bowie says, I'll be free just like that bluebird. Yeah. And so if you watch the Lazarus production, that bluebird is is a girl. So oh. it's not like a bird. The bluebird is a girl. Okay. Is, is it a is, kind is, of bluebird, like a specific bird or just bluebird in general? Like a symbolic bird or? Uh, Consult the, the lyrics to Blackstar. Uh, we need to get on the same page here. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, or so like in the, the Blackstar lyric book, if you could turn to Lazarus. Mm. Um, I have know, it memorized. Does that help? That, that, that's good. Okay. <laughs> I'm also doing, I, I can hear I can hear it in my head pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. He says, this way or no way, you know, comma, I'll be free. Just like that blue bird. Yeah. Two words. Just like that blue bird. That's two words, not one word. Now ain't that just like me? And then he says, oh, I'll be free. Just like that blue bird, one word. So again, he's, he's emphasizing here, there's a difference between blue bird, two words, and blue bird, one word. Oh, I gotcha. I'm following. Got okay, keep going. Now, now David, did, did you did you read anything in the article or, or are we just going through the I, 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 I went through the uh, Kanye part two. I didn't I didn't read Kanye part one. I just. Well, was, yeah, I, I, I should I should probably just take out that since this is not really about Kanye anymore. Kanye right, right, right. Yeah, totally. But no, but so so can I just immediately respond to that and you can tell me if I'm off base or whatever you think or I don't know where you're going with this but like things that come to my mind when I hear Bluebird first comes to mind is the book that was largely the inspiration for the Wizard of Oz the children's Bluebird from Russia uh, right right and you know we're not and then talk I, about could, I, I could go on with that for quite a while yeah uh, this isn't it, about you man it's about me okay Right, <laughs> right. I'm just I'm just responding to the Bluebird thing because when I hear Bluebird I also think that that was the original uh, name for the uh, of uh, of uh, MK Ultra. So MK Ultra was called Project Bluebird, and then we have Twitter, and Twitter is a bluebird. Right, right, uh, right. That ties into it on a on an archetypal level because you know the Rocket Man just uh, bought uh, the Bluebird. Right. So and and so then we have to go back to the original Rocket Man, which is of course Jack Parsons. Right. Okay. And uh, how familiar are you with uh, the the Parsons mythos? Pretty pretty familiar. I've read a okay, lot of so, writings. So maybe you could elucidate it for the, for our audience. Oh, the, the, I don't know. How about you now? So, so, so uh, Jack Parsons uh, uh, founded Jet Propulsions Labs, JPL, which a lot of people refer to as Jack Parsons Lab. That's supposedly kind of the joke there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, Jack Parsons was an, an occultist slash rocket scientist uh, who actually incorporated uh, his kind of uh, his his take on, on Crowleyan magic into uh the rocket science so like every time that there was a launch he would recite crowley's hymn to pan and things like that um exactly yeah i I actually a a good if you want to if you want a good synopsis of uh of jack parsons stuff i i would recommend and i'm sure you're familiar with it is um uh sean ono lennon's uh song uh do you know what it's called it's 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 not Hmm. called jack parsons what's that called it's a great music video by the way you know what i'm talking about 
You said the Lennon Claypool Delirium. Lennon Claypool Delirium song about about Jack Parsons and Crowley and stuff. Really, yeah. I didn't know that. that that's kind of interesting. Mm. I think it's called Love and Rockets. Or yeah, that sounds about right. The song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, that that just kind of lays it all out in a really interesting way and and begs certain questions that you know are worth asking. But yeah. Okay, so then I'm trying to follow here. What is the significance of Bluebird two words? And what if Bird is a girl? Is this this is Lana Del Rey? You think is this where well, we're I, I, was, I was not I, I was not trying to reveal it so early, so you can. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're gonna have to build a case. Right, like, right. But it's like if you t- if you accept one part of the premise then the others will fall into place even if maybe you don't want it to. Well, so it's interesting because we started with the book club. Znor discovered that the Black Star is something that Paul Bowles refers to in, um, shoot, it's called, oh, it's his most famous book. But this is kind of like uh, uh, when the characters are confronting what's beyond the sheltering sky that's what it's called the book is called the sheltering sky and so it almost seems like part of the idea of the black star may have been influenced from paul bowles um oh. but that's hmm. just an aside I, I don't think so i i think it's it's really based on the vision and the voice by uh Aleister crowley or Wait. crowley where, where in the so there's a place in the vision and the voice where he goes into black a black star. Well, well, the, the whole video is about the the experience of the Magister Templi crossing the abyss. Okay. And, and um, so then, if you if you go back and look at Bowie's work through the lens of being like a record of initiation as a Magister Templi, mm-hmm. then you realize that um, all of his albums follow the the tarot sequence. Like the sure. 22 albums up to ours in 1999. Is there is there really 22 albums from David Bowie? Is that what his catalog is? Up until ours. Oh, and up until ours. But ours doesn't count because that's a te- that's like the one terrible album. But ours isn't a bad album. You just you just don't know. How to read it <laughs> it's like the one album that I don't care for. No, no, no. See, <laughs> see, see, there, there's a reason for why ours is the way it is. Okay, tell me about it. Okay, well, because he was symbolically like sacrificing his shadow self on these albums. Oh. So in in hours, that's like the last one where he finally sacrifices all of himself, and so that's why. He, and so when he was talking about this album um, and promoting it, he was always talking about how like the person in the songs wasn't him, like it was, it was about this guy who where everything had gone wrong in his life. Oh. And so he was like symbolically sacrificing this like loser character on the album. But that begs the question. So, so it's like if he's sacrificing the shadow self on his albums. Why? Wouldn't that mean there's like another another Bowie out there somewhere that's uh, not being expressed on the albums? I don't know. Huh. So, yeah, anyways. Okay, I'm fo- I'm fo- I'm following you. I'm following you on that. Yeah, I'm following yeah, yeah. you on that. Okay. Right. Right. So, if we can accept that, um, the David Bowie albums are the 22, um, you know, paths on the tree of life, or mm-hmm. the the 22 tarot cards. Yeah. Can we accept that, or should that we go into that a little more? Because I can go into that a lot more. 
before before I accept that, so you said how many albums are there total? So you said you're only counting up to hours. What? How many are there after hours? Well, then after that we have you know Ikizen and Reality, and then the next so, day at so, Blackstar. So do we get to say that David Bowie had the 22 Pathways and that Kubrick had the 22 Sephiroth with or the 10 Sephiroth with his uh, um, 10 films? I don't know. How, how would you how would you Can map lay out, that his, out? How would you map out his films? I've, you've done it. I've, I'm getting this from you, Jason. You, you, at some point in Mask of God, had like this whole like uh, take on how each one of of, uh, of uh, Kubrick's films related to uh, the Sephiroth. I remember this. Well, I, I, I did something on the Clockwork Orange where I talked about how everything in that followed the tarot, but hmm. I'm not sure about. Uh... All right. I, well, I, I remember because I remember like paths of glory, and then I, I swear that was you. Wasn't that you that was making that argument about at some point years ago? Oh, what do we got? A black star appears, point of darkness in the night sky's clarity. What are we looking? At? Flashed. It's in the chat. Yeah, Doug. Do you want to go into that a second? No, I mean I think that's just a more simplistic reading. That mm. would be David Bowie realizing that. I mean, he's going to traverse the abyss. Right, right. So I think the biggest lie that, that Bowie ever told was that he wasn't into Crowley. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. most enormous yeah. lie in the freaking world. Well, yeah, didn't he also say for, um, what's the song that says one magical movement from, from, from Kether to Malkut? Okay, so he says with that song that he's just like, oh, he does this, what, they, what the Beatles did with Sgt. Pepper or whatever, the Rolling Stones did with their Majesty's Satanic Request, where they're just like, we were just so, I was just so high, I don't know what was going on, because he was coked out of his mind at that period, right? But it's like, I think I agree with you there, yeah. uh, but uh, the point is, is that he said that, and I think, I, I always kind of taken it that him saying that was just so he doesn't have to address it. Oh, exactly, what's Malcolm exactly. and Ketter? He's like, I don't have to talk about that. Exactly. And I think the I think the Beatles did the same thing with Sgt. Pepper. They're just like, oh, we were just high. It's like I don't know what we were. Doing. <laughs> so, so anyway, the framework that you need to read his his albums is through the Crowley lens, and I know he says that on quicksand, where he's like, I'm immersed in Crowley's uniform of imagery. And that's just a straightforward statement that you have to read my albums through Crowley's imagery. Right, right. And that there's, goes through all of his albums. There's that great... He, sorry, um, he did say that? Sorry, you, you kind of uh, talked over but each other. Bowie, Bowie did say that in an interview somewhere? No, in, in Quicksand, he says, you know, I'm closer to the Golden Dawn, immersed in Crowley's uniform of imagery. Yeah. I want to say we talked to Gary Lockman, and Gary Lockman, like, point blank said, are you into... Crowley and he said no. Right. Yeah. I, I, well, so again, that, that's why I'm saying he's a freaking yeah. liar. I was okay. also remembering this conversation with Gary Lock. It was like, oh, I remember. I, I had that same memory, Doug. I'm like, yeah. what did he say? Yeah. Right. He's contradicting things that he said in the past in different times. There's a great art article. I'm sure you guys have all read it on uh, what I forget what it was what it was called exactly, but it was like there was like an expose on uh, Bowie and, and Esoterica in general, and it goes heavy duty into the arguments about his Crowley connections and stuff. I think I probably wrote that, so. Uh... No, did you? <laughs> probably. Well, if you wrote it, I think you wrote it under an alias, because I yeah, don't remember I seeing I Jason Barrett. Really? Oh, okay. It seems like your work anyway. Okay, whatever, cool. But, you know, I have to, I have to revise my case, because I, I thought um, I didn't get the whole picture back then. Um, 
But yeah, okay, this goes into, I think the Beauty Brothers is a big important piece of the puzzle. And everything on Hunky Dory, especially. Mm. Because, you know, here are the first lines of the Beauty Brothers. And so the story goes, they wore the clothes, they said the things to make it seem improbable. The whale of a lie like they hope it was. So again, right off the, right off the bat, he's saying, you know, I'm not going to tell the truth. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then that was especially true about uh, his uh, infatuation with Crowley. Although right. I'm not sure it, it's infatuation so much as feeling right. that he needed to use his symbol set to accomplish what he needed to accomplish. Right. It's, and it's not like Crowley owned that symbol set either. I mean, right, right. But, but I mean, thing. it's all shared in the Golden Dawn and every other, you know, European, uh, you know, occult system. So they're, they're sharing right. the same symbol. Right. Set. But there, there are there are certain things that are unique to it, like, um, you know, Tzadi is not the, the star was the big thing. Right. Right. So so, you know, in, I, talk about lies. It's absolute bullshit. But yeah. What? Saudi is not the star. That's like a that's like a, that, that he's he's basically saying all the all the letters in the book are right, but Saudi is not the star. That's literally saying that like that that, that you have you he's he's establishing another name. So that's the difference between on and Oz. So you know on is is Heliopolis. It's like it's raw, and then you have you have the actual name. So you have the name of twenty two, uh, and that arrangement, and then Crowley kind of does the ultimate arrogant thing and basically being like there's an there's another god and here it is and he kind of jimmy rigs this kind of other other uh expression i i, I see that as like absolute blasphemy but at the same time i but at the okay. same time i see it as incredibly honest um i think that that crowley gave an honest representation with the saudi is not the star issue of like what our actual orientation is as as opposed to what we are in our state of perfection I so, have no idea what you're talking about. What, 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 could you rephrase that? I'm sorry. I, I, I don't follow so, so, so the Saudi is not the star issue. He's literally changing letters around in, in the arrangement of the 22-letter name. So, and, and, and he, does, he does it in a very specific way that seems to make sense on a certain level, but it really just gives expression to what our general orientation is to the left, to Gavora. So so how the Klepo enter the tree. So it's basically like he he gives voice to a to a uh, to basically what is essentially an illusion. But it's an illusion that we gravitate towards. So it's our inclination. So I'm, I'm, I'm I, like this is the thing is like if I discuss any of this any of this stuff, I'm, ha- I'm thinking two things at once. I'm thinking about the traditional Kabbalistic explanation of Saudi. And then I'm thinking about the European occultist twist on that, which to me feels extremely manipulative, yet at the same time, paradoxically honest. Because, uh, it, yeah, it, yeah. Um, I, I see where you're coming from. Like, I, I think um, that was his thing with like the European canon is here. Yeah. Where where it's like he's he's enacting like the Crowleyan system to kind of kill it in a way. Yeah. Um yeah, say that. Yeah. But it's like you still have to like you know put on the uniform is what he's saying. So but right. But if you look at the attributions of his albums they they do fit with the the Crowleyan order of black tie white noise being so, the star yeah. and Yeah. Ziggy Stardust being Saudi, um, so, yeah. Sure, so, the Saudi. Jason, I'm, I'm following you that regardless of the accuracy of that system, you're saying Bowie is yeah. mim- mimicking sure. the style put forth by Crowley. 
Yes. So I, 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 have I agree one, with can that. Can I ask too. one clarifying question? Is it the part of it I just want I would really appreciate if you go back to. You're saying there's what twenty sounds like there's twenty six albums? Uh probably. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I but but the, the, the ones after that don't count for reasons that are complicated. Okay. All right. Okay. So yeah, if it's complicated and you want to skip it, I'll just trust. No, you. no, I, I I can I can, but um, it has to do with nine eleven basically. Ooh, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold hold on while I pull my pants off for this one. <laughs> right, right, right. Because ours was the nineties. What year did ours come out? Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Right, there you go. Okay. Oh, okay. So you're saying it's the the twenty two are within the one aeon. Right, right. Then we have to go back to the song Time Will Crawl from nineteen eighty seven. Um and if I can just scroll down here. Okay, so in Time Will Crawl, he says, I could not take on the church, time will crawl till the twenty first century lose. Mm. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. So okay. so that's that's in the Zohar is that is that on uh September eleventh, two thousand one, that that's that that Samael actually dies on that day and everybody sees it, but they don't come to terms with the reality of it until we reach the world. So as we know it is on basically the western Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av is the ninth day of the eleventh month in the Hebrew calendar, but it gives a, a random date in the Zohar for what appears as a random date in the Hebrew calendar, which to us translates as September eleventh, two thousand one. And so that's that's the day that the world sees Samael die, but we don't know what we saw for the most part. Correct. Yeah. And and just so just to clarify, is that the idea would be these twenty two are within the old aeon. Anything past that is in this new, in basically this new era that. Right, the twenty uh, first century. So it's the twentieth century albums. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I, I, I totally can follow that. Yes. Yeah, and then that's a big thing on outside as well is the the death of the twentieth century. Yeah. Yeah. Toll the bell, pay the private eye. Twentieth century dies. This idea isn't. This isn't new to you. You've been playing with the idea of these 22 things for a while. Right, right. But is this conscious on his part or conscious? Yes, yes. Because, because on a on, on new killer star, he says, um, "I got a better way. See my life in a comic the way they did the Bible. Um, bubbles and actions. So the bubbles are the spheres oh, and the actions. Yeah, no, I dig it." Totally. Which 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 one is that? New Killer Star <laughs> on reality. Okay. Right. Uh, David and, Bowie has an extremely extensive catalog, so I know, to, to I, be aware I, of I, it's I, like I, yeah I know, yeah I know, it's I like yeah. <laughs> yeah I I discovered a star I got a better way ready set go all my life like the way they did the Bible with the with the bubbles in action. Mm. So again, so he's saying my life is the bubbles and the actions. The way yeah. they did the Bible. Yeah. And then that also has a curling aspect to it, too, of like, you know, actions that are done without lust of result or in every way perfect or whatever he says. So it's um, yeah, sort of. But, you know, different. I'm, yeah, yeah. OK. I mean, we're, not, we're talking about the paths themselves as the actions, not in the. Other right. I don't, I don't even I like like this is the thing is that I get what you, what you're distinguishing because you're saying from what I understand that you're like, this isn't about the legitimacy of of Crowley and 
um, his, his, his Crowley's system or whatever. This is actually just speaking to what is David Bowie relating to and how is he processing that and conveying that in his art. Right, right. So that that is the European camp that he he says is here in Station Station. Right. It, it's, it's the it's the old system of of the the European lodges. Right. Station to Station is pretty much like the pinnacle of uh, David Bowie's like like that's that's when he wasn't even there was no there was very little veil between he was just like kind of I don't know just being really overt wasn't he? Right, right. You can't even call it occultism at that point because it's not very hidden. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Um, but I don't know, a lot of albums are that way. I mean, Outside definitely is a very occulty album. Yeah, so so actually, so is the, the next day, right? Is that what you're saying? What did you say? Which one? The next day is what? The next day is also very, very. No, occult-y. he was saying so uh, Outside. Outside, yeah, but but the, the the next day, it's like it's got that that song about the um, what makes the grass grow, blood, 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 which Correct. which reminds me of blood, blood, blood. In um, uh, sorry, I jumped around, but you know Morrison spoke to Crowley and stuff a lot too. And I have, right, a, right. I have a I have a I don't know if you've seen I have a blog entry from long ago uh, ca- I called Lieber Lacerda Rex, which is basically an intersplicing of the Book of the Law with uh, an American Prayer, and uh, and there's there's a point in the in, in the intersection when when you when you put the two the two together they fit like a perfect puzzle like the res- it's like call and response almost and uh there's a point where C- crowley says in the book of the law or excuse me iowa says or whatever that uh nor do i dem- demand ought in sacrifice so he's saying he, he demands no sacrifice and the very next line from morrison is blood 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 they're making a joke of our universe mm-hmm. he also says before then here comes the goat that is the line before Crowley says, nor do I demand on sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, Martin's poetry is, is is quite interesting as far as esotericism is concerned. But but this this post is not about that. Mm-hmm. I, I I could go on for hours on that. Okay. So to get back to just thank you for the uh, I'm uh, bleh, bleh, I'm uh, just trying to find my place here. Uh-huh. Um. By the time I got to New York, I was living like a king. There I used up all my money. I was looking for your ass. Mm -hmm. This way or no way, you know, I'll be free just like that bluebird. Two words. Now, ain't that just like me? Oh, I'll be free just like that bluebird. Does that help? Thank you. (laughs) Okay, but speaking of the Book of Law, if we go back to uh, chapter 1, verse uh, 15, uh-huh. now, you sh- now you shall know that the chosen priest and apostle of infinite space is the prince priest the beast, uh-huh. and in his woman, called the scarlet woman, is all power given. Uh-huh. They shall gather my children into their fold. They shall bring glory to- of the stars into the hearts of men. And then a few lines later, it says, or a line later, it says, but ye are not so chosen. Yeah. Which would imply that Crowley is, in fact, not the beast mentioned in the previous line. Right. Which Crowley, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. so Crowley spent a lot of ink trying to worm out of that statement, but it seems pretty straightforward that he isn't actually the uh, the beast uh, prophesied in the Book of the Law. Right, right. It was, I guess, the the idea was is that he was kind of like playing Muhammad in a way, where he's just like, hey, I'm just the messenger. You know, and then meanwhile, he's calling himself the Beast 666, which just means little sunshine, according to what he said in court. 
Um, but at the same time, yeah, I, I, I see what you're arguing. Yeah, that, that he is playing a role of messenger. He's not actually the thing. Yeah, and, and, and he had a very uh, sort of uh, misogynistic view of the role of the Scarlet Woman as oh, being totally the uh, the bearer of his logos. Right, when the Scarlet Woman in, in Greek gematria, as it exists in the book of Revelation, is actually her value is 667, which is kind of a classic thing in, in you know, in the Hebrew where you just add the Aleph. So like so, so sometimes like when they when uh, rabbis or I should say Kabbalists want to make a connection between t- two things and one is one uh, one number off an Aleph off they'll just add the Aleph and they're like and one for the whole and like they'll say that and it's like it's kind of weird it's like it feels like they're fudging but at the same time it's like well maybe there is an argument to that you know you can you can add an Aleph but she's atop the beast that's why she's six six seven you know. Which is funny because all throughout the book of Revelation, there's examples where they're speaking to the Hebrew. So like when it says, behold, this is the number of a man, a man in Hebrew is is uh, 216, which is the gematria of Gavora and six times six times six. If you say six times six times six is 216 and then you say plus seven plus seven plus seven, then you get 237, which I always find interesting. Yeah, well, um, in I'm Afraid of Americans, uh, Bowie's trapped in a taxi cab with a nine times twenty-four on it, which is two sixteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyways, um, so yeah, so yeah. All right, let's, I, how, do we, how do we really, how do we get this back on track? So okay, we have we have twenty-two albums. You feel like they're that they encode a message of the tarot. Hey, these are the twenty-two trumps. They're telling a story. They're laying out a specific ritual or a specific correspondence to Crowleyan magic. So you, you feel like you have the evidence here to show the correlations between these albums, these rituals, the sort of the lyrics will match certain concepts. Right, and you're able right. to say, hey, I, I've essentially cracked some of the code of what Bowie is trying to do with his 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 art over these years. Yeah, well, actually, um, Peter Koenig from the, the Laughing Gnostic is actually the guy who uh, first... Uh, noticed that they were following the tarot, but he didn't think it was significant at all. He just uh, listed them all and, and showed that they all matched the, the tarot. So that that is not my contribution there. Oh, the Laughing Gnostic was who I was referencing earlier, by the way, when I said that there was a great article on Bo- oh, Bowie and occultism. Yeah, I, 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 I corresponded with that guy, but um, he, he's a, he doesn't have a, have a very high opinion of Bowie himself, so I can't really get him on board with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Like, he just seems to, like, just assume that he's an idiot. And, oh. and so yeah, yeah. when you assume people are idiots, you you tend to, you know, underestimate what they're kidding. Right, right. It's like Napoleon with the, with the Egyptians, you know. Right. <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't think he's ever finished a book in his life. And it's like, are you are you insane? Like this guy reads constantly. Totally. Yeah. yeah but uh, but um, yeah. Um. So. Yeah, the albums all, all match the past. Like for instance, Heroes is, is is a very crucial one. And you know, on Heroes, it's it's lust as strength, and that's the card of Babylon. And and so like the first track is Beauty and the Beast. Oh right, that's true. Crazy. Okay. And um, I could I could go through all of them, like, but the yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, young Americans as uh, adjustment or justice, you know, 
Uh, took a minute, stuck up nowhere. Heaven knows she'd have taken anything. That's the woman satisfied or unsatisfied. Mm. Yeah, there's just so many entry points to this. I'm not sure how to begin. Uh-huh. I guess I, I feel chronologically, you, like, yeah. you know, like back, you know, when John D. Um, got the Enochian keys uh-huh. um, that were to, um, you know, trigger the apocalypse with a... Uh, and that's what what uh, Crowley uh, got with the vision of the voice, which is um, and so the vision of the voice are these ethers that basically just like describe reality, mm-hmm. or like the, the the under the the framework, the archetypal framework under reality. I guess is what I I should say. And you know, right? Do, 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 doesn't doesn't the vision of the voice speak to like the um? What do they call it? Like the watchtowers that are like basically like there's like isn't there four watchtowers or something that they're going to take down to bring about the apocalypse or whatever? What's the deal? I forget. Um, yeah, that's a, that, that's part of it. Um, and there there's a there's a weird line in. Um, if you can see me here. I can't I can see find you. It. You could you should you should uh, put your camera on or something. No, no, you should you should you should pull up the the lyric sheet for the next day. Okay. Oh, well, I have that. Can I just too. can I just throw in here really quick? Uh, so you know, I made a uh, a film using like this like extended series of like uh, collages of uh, audiovisual material, and I ended up calling it Vision in the Voice using the Crowley title, but I was you know he- I was debating the whole time whether I use the Crowley title or I use the Bowie title, Sound and Vision. Right, right. So that that is the thing. Like, Sound and Vision is the vision of the voice. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I literally, like, I've had that correlation in my head for the last many years. And Could I've you guys explain that? Well, Bowie was a Crowley devotee, okay? His whole life. Like, that was the big lie. Yeah, I agree with Doug, that. you're saying explain. So, like... Bowie has the song Sound and Vision. Crowley has a book, Vision and the Voice. Okay, but what, what album is Sound and Vision on? Low, and Low is uh, The Wheel of Fortune. And, you know, it's oh. always crashing in the same car, going round and round the hotel garage. Mm. So, yeah, that, that's but the so correlation there. Why, why did you draw that correlation, Alan? Uh, I mean, there's, there, there's just like a really... Uh, obvious like na- name similarity is the first sort of indicator, but um, they're they're literally exploring the same idea. I mean, they're, they're, I, I don't want to take I don't want to sidetrack this with my. No, it's my not take. sidetracking because it's, it's not just, exactly. It's blowing talking. up this the yeah. the kernel of what we're trying to. You know, for me, for me, it's you know, there's the the cracking of the eye and the ear, mm. which you can take in a uh, number of like uh, t- take this in a number of ways in uh, Zanor's book uh, we were doing that I think it's his it's the final chapter so it's probably them like the Marshall McLuhan chapters or eh, no I think it's just a clockwork orange uh, but a- anyway anyway yeah he goes into the some of these ideas behind the the division of the eye and the ear like how you perceive the world through the eye how you perceive the world through the ear there's also um what is a, there's a, a famous painter uh, Magritte who I uh, also did, did a study on that. But anyway, um, 
basically going into hey how do, how do we how does our perception changing our perception by changing the lens through which we take in the world around us so you know sound is waveform you know light is sometimes a particle sometimes a wave you can go all these different things but how what do we we are perceiving something so drastically differently and once you start to crack that kernel um for me there was the crowian idea of how do we sort of start to take advantage of this how do we actually explore the pieces once you've opened it and then i guess the bowie idea for me was like the the sensation the, the physicality the music the um I, I i will admit i had not gone as deeply into the the reading of that stuff as uh, jason has obviously but even he's using um cut up the cut up technique he's mm -hmm. uh, in, yeah. in a lot of this it was evident to me that not only is he referencing uh the kabbalistic tree with uh was that station to station right but just this idea of i don't know um and and that literally what is sound and vision starts with the lines blue blue electric blue does it not yeah. yes yes um so this is going back to your bluebird sorry Right. So I don't so, know if any of that was coherent. I, yeah, I, I, completely, I had no idea how to bite no, 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 that was, into a dress. Where, yeah, what, where do I, what did I see the correlation of those things? Totally, but. totally, totally. Dude, I just want to say, like you, you mentioned low. And uh, for, for years, I've felt that low, low, so low is the soundtrack to the man who fell to earth, right? Am I correct in that? Um, only one of the tracks was from the Man Who Fell to Earth. I think it's Subterraneans. Really? They only used one track from Low and Man Who Fell to Earth. They came out the well, same no, year, right? It. No, 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 no. They didn't use any of them. Um, he, oh, really? He, yeah, because uh, I don't know. Uh, there's a book about it. But but but, 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 oh, is there? But, but, but just to be clear, Low came out right around the same time as the Man Who Fell to Earth. Am I correct? 1977. So a year later. A year later. Oh, okay. Uh, I I don't know. I just I I thought that like it's still the even, same time period. Right. Well, the man who fell to right, Earth right, and then right. low and Earth is Malkut and Malkut exists in um you know before the world that is to come where Zaire and Shakina get reunited as Teferet and Malkut that Earth is low. Like you're he's low because he he fell there so to speak. But I I don't I <laughs> it's kind of speaking to us having like as that we are essentially like star people. We are stardust. You know we are golden, but we're in this um we've we've fallen. You know we're in the fall. You know is 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 that not how you guys have taken low? Am I tripping? <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> Basically everything that has to do with the, with the wheel of fortune. Uh, tarot card is uh in low as mm. an expression so like each of well, these that's, albums Ju that's like, jupiter then probably i don't know well fortune is jupiter yeah just to be clear yeah. well Cut okay off. so so um you know there there is this the low the fallen state that uh, just to i think I can, I can clarify what i was trying to say is the fallen state being that like fractured perception uh yeah breaking but, glass you know Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, always crashing in the same car. I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute and let you talk, Jason, but I just need to point out something that I remembered just now that was like a holy shit synchronicity. So you emailed me about doing this always record. 
and I the day I'm like out like driving to work or whatever it is I'm on the road and I literally like I'm thinking about you and all this sort of stuff and I look and there's like you know people like joke like seeing messages on license plates like oh the numbers or whatever but let me tell you something the license plate was literally Suzygi like <laughs> I'm like oh Suzygi who the fuck is riding around with the- I was so tempted to like chase this person down and be like pull the fuck over we need to talk right now what the fuck why is this your license plate wow um Valentinian Gnostics on the loose who knows <laughs> so um so I guess my my and, and you know my desire and I don't want to jump the gun on what you're trying to lay out here but I do want to again try and pull this back to so you can lay out something you're talking about the blue bird and the two blue birds and you, you there is a message or you think there's something in here we're, we're about almost an hour into this call I feel like can we can I ask are we looking at something of this idea of the it's a unity that is perceived as a duality um, or how literally are you taking any of this? Can we start to go into what do you see is the message that is encoded in this? Rather than going into like the, the specifics are laid out in the post, yeah. see all these correlations. Well, well, the post right now, just to clarify, um, is just like the puzzle pieces. I was okay. laying out all the puzzle pieces and trying to like assemble them into something that made sense. Mm. Okay, so this is the cut up. We are literally in the cut up right now. Right, right. So it's not like a coherent piece totally at, at the moment it's laying out all the pieces okay right okay. right yeah totally so all right so your show you are able to demonstrate all these correlations not only with bowie and crowley but are we can we at this point bring in that there is another person here that you're also showing a, a, a strict correlation to right right um but um it, it's important to go to the next day to uh see how okay. that fits okay. Well, I pulled up if you can see me. Is that where you're going or? Right. Hey, Doug, um, Doug, if you pulled it up, you can share screen if you wanted. Well, that sounds technical. Uh, it's just at the bottom. <laughs> it says share screen, and then you click on which one it is, and you can choose to do it with sound or not. Here, I'll, I'll post the, the, the huge uh, freaking. Image with all the lyrics put together. Hmm. damn dude <laughs> yeah so all of these lyrics are about the same thing basically right it's all one long story right yeah i love this album. is this the lyrics for the whole album just as one continuous block yeah yeah okay okay so you're saying that all of these go together Interesting. And I'm sorry, where does the next day fall in the 22 or the like the album order? They're they're off they're off the charts. They're in the 21st century. Okay, okay. Right, right. It's only the 20th century albums. That, is uh, this is the next day literally the first one? No. Or? So it goes heathen reality the next day black star. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah, heathen's a great album too. Oh, yeah. That album doesn't get enough credit. That's like a very like ambient, cool fucking album, man. That's chill. All right, I've lost my place. Oh boy, sorry if I'm <laughs> messing you up there. <laughs> like if you're not used to, yeah. 
all good. Yeah. You, okay. Well, what planet are we looking at? What is that? That's Mars. That's it's Mars. I, I figured so much, but I didn't want to assume. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to. But it, I don't see it in. So you just see Mars. You're not seeing any of my screen. No, right? you got to. It gives you an option of screens to share in the thing, and then you click on which one, and then you. Oh, and that's you, funny. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've gone down a. <laughs> Maybe. Like we can cut some of this. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the spiders? <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> they're yeah, in they're, my they're... shower actually <laughs> so so the legend the legendary stardust cowboy was the inspiration for um david bowie to for ziggy stardust so you can see there's like a couple interviews where he talks about he talks about that my friend bad is actually friends with that guy he messages her sometimes he was last time i heard a message from him he was talking about a zero gravity chair that he got that was like a nasa chair I don't know how real it was or what he was talking about, but he was really into it. But yeah, there's documentaries on that guy, the legendary Stardust Cowboy. All right, okay. tell us about the next day, Jason. Right, right. So uh, the first track, uh, the next day. Um, and you've got, uh, and the video here is the important thing, where you've got uh, Bowie, uh, you know, causing stigmata into this girl. and. Um, uh, oh, yeah, from Inception. Inception. Uh, uh, the movie. I think the the actress that plays in that video with the stick oh, right. on her. Yeah. Right, right. Mary Claudia. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Doug. Right. So um, if we've, got, we've got him pointing to this, this girl, Marion, and uh, stigmata emerges from uh, her hands, and she becomes enlightened, seems to be what he's getting at, and then he disappears and leaves her behind. Right. So, what is he trying to say? I don't know. You tell us. Well, he's saying that he gave his power to this woman. Oh, I get where you're going with this. I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. No, I mean. the scarlet woman that he has given his power to. Uh-huh. I dig it. I dig it. Totally. In the video, they say, "You, you call yourself a prophet? So he's saying, you know, he's the prophet from the book of the law. Right. So does he, do they, do they get to choose? So that was, that was, they did this whole ceremony. I'm sorry, but like Madonna, like handed over to Britney Spears, the like, okay, you're, now you're the next archetypal me or whatever. But then it's like, meanwhile, Lady Gaga, like totally was actually doing the thing. And you know, that was like in relationship to the continued symbolism that she was the virgin. She was the horror virgin. And then you had uh, Lady Gaga, who she hated, who Madonna hated until she was forced to like her because of the star is born or whatever. And she apologized. But she talked mad shit about her while candy. You know, like as a, it was so ceremonial, like I'm just giving you the crown to, to uh, Britney Spears. So what you're kind of saying is the same kind of phenomenon happening there is actually happening of the passing along of the torch, so to speak. And so are you, but, but in this case, it's, it's, you know, he's, he's, he's handing it over to, to Lana. Is that where you're, is that where you're going with this? Correct. Um, okay. well, I, I mean, I mean, the girl in the video has, has a black flower crown. Mm-hmm. Like who the hell else is he? But, but I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, the context is, is that Lana Del, Del Rey, what she what she speaks to, what she's talking about, like it's she's so like she's not 
she's not of this time, but she's this time. So it's like, you know, she's she's like the like, you know, she'll be with the L.A. guy, the old, older L.A. guy who's hip to L.A. mythology, so to speak. Like, like, you know, of the 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 history of how everything unfolds, like American Pie, you know what I mean? And then she, and then she's like, yeah, I get it, Daddy. You know, she's like, she's got this whole like Daddy thing going on, but it's like she's also like, I get it. And so, like, that's that song. Um, okay, uh, Ultra Violence is like totally about Jim Jones, you know? And, right, right. In, in one sense, yes, totally. Um, yeah, yeah. But she she speaks to all like uh, a man. Um, uh, okay, so Samantha Geimer. Uh, R- Rowan Polanski's rape victim. She liked on Twitter. For, she she was following me on Twitter until she left Twitter when Elon Musk bought it. But uh, she uh, she liked the the statement that I I believe Lana Del Rey's album Honeymoon was an open letter to Emmanuel Signer, and uh, apparently she agreed with that, <laughs> which I thought um, was really interesting. <laughs> I I wouldn't agree with that. I have an extremely strong argument for that one, Jason, and I can I can show it to you. It'll take me about an hour and a half, but uh, yeah, well, I, I have a disagree because uh, I've got my own ideas about honeymoon. Okay. Okay. What are your ideas of honeymoon? Well, every freaking song on that album is a Bowie reference. Is a what reference? It's a, it's a David Bowie reference in every single track on that album, almost. So Terrence she, loves she, you. That's she does. She, do, she does make constant David Bowie references throughout Honeymoon. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Life on Mars ain't just a song is something that she re- she repeats elsewhere. Uh, that's in Norman fucking Rockwell. But Correct. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, she does. She she has the um, the space oddity reference. I think in the in the second song on that album. Right, Terrence uh, loves you. Right, yeah, yeah, totally. But but that but she's but she's all over the place. She's referencing Hotel California. She's referencing a a a, a lot of different things. But you know, there's there's a yeah, there's a thread that ru- that runs through the album. I I I don't disagree with you that it's la- largely uh, filled with with David Bowie references. But I do still feel that the fucking album itself is an open letter to Emmanuel Signer, as weird as that sounds. How is that? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking it's about. A, it's a it's a sink, so it's bitter moon. So bitter 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 moon um, was uh, uh, you know Roman Plansky film with with uh, Peter Coyote and uh, and his wife Emmanuel Siner, uh, and so it's there's a, there's a, there's a crazy sink with honeymoon and bitter moon. I'm just saying, like it go it's it, yeah it's extensive. Does uh, Lana okay, Del Rey okay. have something going on with her discography like David Bowie? Yes. 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 Well, if you scroll down on my page, you Not will see the, the. Yes. Okay. You, you should kind of have that open. You know. We do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, it, there's so many puzzle pieces that it's just kind of exploded. But I, I'll just, I'll just send you the direct. Is she conscious of this now? Yes. Yes. What she, yes. She, she is very deliberate in what she does. Yeah. I mean, we had a freaking conversation like we 10 years did. ago. We did. Yes. But then and I said everything she's doing is intentional, very deliberate. But okay. her catalog, okay, that's that's interesting. So, yeah, so all, all of her albums can correspond to the spheres. And I sent that in the chat. If you mm, nice, yeah, I got you. And and so her new album is you know it, you, did you know there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? So obviously that's... that that is the Doth album. <laughs> yeah, I love it that you got the her poetry album is Cater. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, it totally is freaking Kether. Okay. Uh, like, I, 
yeah, if you just freaking read it, it's totally doing Catholic consciousness. Mm. Where where is uh, Blue Bannisters in this? I don't see it. That's that's Spina. It's, it's right above dot Diamond Dogs. Oh, I see it. Derp to der. Okay. Yeah, oh, see, and she's speaking, got the freaking Diamond Dogs on on Blue Bannisters. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I'm following you. Yeah, yeah. That's funny as hell. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'd even like Paradise. Like the color scheme matches the color scheme of Melkut. You were you arranged this, Jason? You arranged yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's so great. I love it. I'm a Photoshop wizard, man. That's awesome. Good for you. I want I want to like blow this up and make a poster of it. Yeah, no, you did. You. I, I did use someone else's template, so I don't want to sell it or anything. Yeah. So. <sighs> wow. But uh, no, you can you can you can study this for hours, man, and like everything corresponds. Uh huh. This is like this is like the uh, the master key for like the new ion, okay? I know that sounds insane, but uh, yeah, again, again, see, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but you know. <laughs> but I think we needed to see that. Yes, yes, we need to see this. This is the key. Okay. Okay, so in the book of the law, way down in the third chapter. God, I just have so much to say, and I don't know, like, in what order to say it, so it makes sense. So in in a the third part on verse forty seven, it says, "Then this line drawn is a key. Then this circle squared in its failure is a key also." So there are two two keys for the book of the law, and they're the line and the the circle squared in its failure, and and that's uh the, that's the two of them. Right. Oh, interesting. Be, because we know this. Because a little little while um, before, it, in, in the previous verse, it says, I am the warrior lord of the 40s, the right. 80s cower before me, and our base. Right. Yeah, totally. And so, you know, Bowie is the guy from the 40s, and Lana is the, guy for, is the girl from the 80s. And so mm-hmm. these these two verses uh, go together. And, and so I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure the Thalemites in the audience are, are seething right now. Oh, I'm sure you're going to make people, yeah, certain people yeah, angry, but, but uh, yeah, I don't know how many actual Thalemites will be listening to this, but yeah. But um, this this is this is the true meaning of, of, of this part of the book of law. So sorry, this, this, this is the this is the solution. I love I love it, Jason. It's great. <laughs> wow. Um. So yeah, um, so if you if you put uh, Bowie's albums and Lana's la- albums together, magical things happen, basically. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Bowie is is the line, and she is the the circle that gets uh, squared. Wow. Um, can we, can we just like I don't know I'd like to I'd like to go 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 through the whole um, discography of of both of them one one by one you know uh, oh yeah yeah no so in the third part of my uh, little uh, post here I, I kind of like try to demonstrate that with by putting their lyrics together mm-hmm. so like West Coast is is a really good example uh, and yeah, then, um, yeah. And um, so, like the toy album that Bowie released was kind of meant to be like a replacement for the original David Bowie album as like the fool mm-hmm. part of the of the tarot because, like, let's face it, like that album is very good and doesn't really do what it needs to do as like the fool. Mm. So, like, the real reason that Bowie recorded Toy seems to be just because he wanted to replace uh, the fool with like a new album. Honestly, I don't even know that album. I can't believe that. 
I don't know it either, but it, oh well, it's just a bunch of his early songs re-recorded. Okay, interesting. Um, you know about Wise Blood? Yeah, yeah. So Wise Blood uh, was on Chemtrails over the Country Club, um, and so you know she she's very much she kind of like fits in to the Lana Matrix in very specific ways and what she communicates. Uh, yeah, it, it's funny yeah. because Chemtrails is like the chaos album, according to like the Philemic system, where that that is like the the sea of chaos, and so the album is really like chaotic and nothing makes sense. Right. So so you got to understand, Jason. Like as I, or you don't have to, but as I'm looking at all this stuff, you know, it's like I, I'm so, I'm so deep into Lana Del Rey and I'm so deep in David Bowie, and I have been for so long, and it's like I have my own context for a lot of these things, and so I I really appreciate you bringing up what you're bringing up because I've never, I've never approached it looking at like, like looking right now at this Kabbalistic tree you've arranged with, with the albums. It's really like, I mean, I, I feel like there's room for debate with some of, with some, some of the placements, honestly, <laughs> but like for the most part, like I can kind of, I can see where you're coming from. But for me, it's like, can I just do like as quickly as I can just like do a thing as I look at this, like what, what, what just tell you what my, my album film syncs are and in relationship to these. Cause I can, I, can I, do you mind if I just take like a couple minutes to just go through them? Cause this is what's, as I'm looking at it, this is my experience. I'm like, so at the bottom, I'm seeing the paradise. Uh, album which was um you know uh born born to die included right so right right but she so, counts it as an album so right I'm counting it as an album. right i got i got it yeah so for, for me that's that's natural born killers so i play born to die with natural born killers and that's a whole sync uh earthling uh from david bowie uh with that um that that pathway to the to the left uh I, like so so that album uh what there's the song um that he later did a thing with trent reznor with um called i'm afraid of americans that song uh uh when it came out appeared on showgirls that's actually a phenomenal mm -hmm. sync is showgirls and earthling mm -hmm. okay uh let's see here um let's let's dance uh you uh what pathway is that is that is that the tower is that um pay temperance um oh that's temperance thank you derp to der um so um uh that that uh oh no no i see you have the other one facing so temperance is the one going straight up between yesod and teferet uh but between netzach and hod that that is uh um yeah i apologize for always mispronouncing all the, the hebrew letters oh it's, it's okay yeah it's it's hard when you're when you're book learned right yeah so right. so so uh let's let's dance is uh liquid sky um see so, so yeah so so that's that pairing um uh geez what do we got here uh the lana del rey album uh uh what is it lust for life uh i believe came out the same day and year as dunkirk if not the day after or something so that's a that's actually a dunkirk sync it's basically like she's singing for the boys you know it's like she's she's doing well that. the interesting um, thing is is you know sean lennon is on that album he is it's true as yeah, far as a Jack Parsons, I guess, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, Heroes actually came out. The There's only one movie that I could find that came out the same day and year as Heroes. And it's it's uh, who's who's that guy? Christopher, uh, the guy, the guy in Wicker Man and Lord of the Rings. Um, Christopher uh, Lee. Christopher Lee. And it's like it's like a super low budget, weird ass sci fi psychedelic film called uh, 
uh, Starship Invaders, I believe. Uh, that's that's a great pairing, and your Beauty and the Beast comment blows my mind with that. That's context, you know. Uh, 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 Maleficent and Ultra Violence. So uh, uh, Angelina Jolie said that she wouldn't play Maleficent unless if Lana Del Rey contributed to the soundtrack. Right, and right. So and so the pairing is is phenomenal. That's one of the, that's an inc- incredible pairing with um, mm-hmm. uh, Maleficent and and uh, Ultra Violence. And uh, let let's see. Uh, uh, Blue Bannisters is um, Black Bear. So I, I have a theory about the film Black Bear with Aubrey Plaza that it's basically like a female version of The Shining where they actually they actually die. Uh, they get killed by a bear and then they're like basically reliving it. Like, you know how Kubrick referred to The Shining as an evil reincarnation cycle. So I see that as happening with Black Bear. So that's 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 a pairing. Uh, 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 Stardust. Um, I want to say the legendary Stardust Cowboy, but um, uh, uh Fuck, uh, spiders from Mars. Um, what is it? Jesus Christ, I'm out of it. Um, uh, Ziggy Stardust uh, and um, uh, Kurt Vonnegut as uh, Slaughterhouse Five. That's an incredible fucking sync. Slaughterhouse Five and uh, Ziggy Stardust. Um, let's see here. I don't know what all these albums are from from Lana. You have like uh, what? What? These, is this like a compilation album? Uh, that, what, well, I use the alternate cover for Norman since it centers better in the circle. Oh, the okay. So that was confusing me. So Nor- Norman fucking Rockwell goes with uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood extremely well. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, what's the what's that's Cantrell's above Aladdin Sand. Okay, yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, I feel like I have more than these, but I guess you're. I guess what the problem is is that you have no Bowie albums that are after the year 1999. Well, yeah, because that that's when he like. Uh, well, I'm getting ahead of myself again, but that's when he like split himself apart. So, oh, okay. Because yeah, see, yeah. in hours, look at hours. Look at the hours cover. Mm-hmm. There's two of them. I get it. Okay, I follow Wait, you, dude. That's where the hours cover? It's the universe. Yeah, the universe. It's it's it's, it's center down below, middle path middle pathway between Malkut and Yasod. Boy, some of the uninitiated folks are gonna really struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Middle bottom at the towards the bottom, very close to the bottom. Uh, middle just goes straight up, and you'll see it's like of '80s. He's wearing a white jacket, kind of like angelic two angelic figures he's holding his own dead body right so again you know he's saying you know there's two of us right what a trip hmm. yeah so he then goes with secretary the movie mm-hmm. secretary uh uh black star black venus black venus is like in in the realm of like the emmanuel series like it's like it's like a super soft core porno that's like an extremely complex crazy drama that's actually like somehow an incredible freaking unknown movie um uh, zach bauer has watched that one i think a mm-hmm. hundred times <laughs> he watches it over and over <laughs> or leaves it playing while he's doing stuff and comes to it and leaves it you know whatever um hmm. yeah this is a, this is this is great man all right jason so you said you've got you've got a bunch of puzzle pieces, and this seems to be, if not the you know if even if this isn't the final arrangement or whatever. Uh, well, you know, I think it is the final arrangement. Okay, okay. Yeah, sure. 
but yeah. I think she's gonna like replace baby um Keter and Hode with a uh, newer albums because she says that um Tunnel is the ninth album, which would imply that she's got two albums to go to replace those. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty prolific. I mean, well, right, she's thing. got like a Bowie level, you know, yeah. recording career, you know, like an sure. album almost every year. Totally. So then, could I ask some questions about uh, how this informs your philosophy or how one should live or what these artists are attempting to do or right, right. Are, are doing? Like, and does this inform your Gnosticism on some level? Or does this replace that with something entirely different? This is about reforming the Kabbalah into, and or the Thelemic Kabbalah into something that's relevant for the 21st century. Um, because we, there's actually a quote from Bowie where he basically says what he's going to do. Uh, if I can find it in this mess. Mm. The one continuum that is throughout my writing is a real simple spiritual search. Everything that I seem to have written in some way or another keeps refocusing on the idea that in the late 20th century, we are without our God. That's what we're heading for is an era where we have to completely demobilize our religious organizations and reinvent God in some form or other. We really have to reinvent God. I think that our religious philosophies trail so far beyond the way that we actually live today. We find ourselves in a spiritual void, and I think it affects the young very much indeed. So what we have here is a Kabbalah for the young. For, for mm-hmm. the kids, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's about letting the children boogie, right? As, as a star man said. So th- totally. this is this is simplifying like all of these really abstract concepts in the Kabbalah, and putting it into something that's like understandable to even like teenagers, basically. Right, and they don't. It's the the role of the hierophant is one to to he just puts it out, and whoever go, go you know go is propelled to go there with it but even unconsciously they're aware you can be aware of it because the thing is the thing it's like a leaf you know it's yeah not well, like, yeah like know. his his whole career was to like archetypally imprint these paths as like a new symbol set right um so it's all very esoteric in that way it's but isn't a, isn't that the great work though and isn't right every, every artist kind of contributing that in their, oh, in, their yeah, totally. in, in their own way but i see what you're saying that there there's definitely like they're building something with with their discographies you know uh yeah, and, so, and the and the t- they're playing off of each other in very direct ways you know right right so like you've yeah. got you've got station to station and one magical movement from catherine de malkut and then Lana is Malkut, essentially. Right, so she right. responds and says, Yo soy la princesa. And as, so, like, there's a really direct connection between, like, those two songs as, like, she's like the Thin White Duchess or something, you know? Right. 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 So, okay, so she's like, she's saying, yes, I'm, yes, I'm receiving this trans, this passing of the torch, however you want to, whatever we want to phrase this. Um, she so, was the thin white duchess. Now she's she's gained some weight, but I think she's well, still beautiful. Yes, yes. Well, that's because she she went past uh, she crossed the abyss and into the into Mina, and so now she's a now she's the, the, la- the laughing Buddha now. Yeah, well she's Buddha, mothering. Buddha, Buddhist. Yeah, before she was the maiden, and then she crossed the abyss. Now she's the mother. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. Wow. So Doug was asking like how this yeah. you know sort of so, like go ahead. No, I mean, did that answer your question, Doug? We're, I, get, I keep going. we're getting there, yeah. So we're <laughs> a reimagination of God. We're 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 void right now, and uh, we have to 
Yeah, this is about bringing the divine feminine back into the picture instead of just being like an abstract concept. Take, taking that veil off of the of the, the holy of holies, so to speak. Right, because she's she kind of represents the spirit of the of the seventies in a certain way, um, and in in as a modern musician, as like a contemporary musician. But she's like she's taking something that was. Um, certain values that existed that are kind of no more uh like we 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 don't value generally a lot of people especially young people don't value privacy the same because they don't have the same experience of losing privacy like they're just like born and if you're born into the internet age there really is hardly any privacy but that's one value of many values that you'll see uh lana kind of like like speaking to like because I, I feel like there's you know we go through generationally there's troubleshooting and we find what works and what doesn't work uh and you know there's a there's a real problem with people not being aware of what previous generations has troubleshot and what they learned and so that's why you want to learn from your elders right which is what the tradition of kabbalah largely is it's like it was you know uh, apparently originally uh, uh, an oral tradition that uh, was written down in at least as early as the 12th century um, and then what's become of it with European occultism, I think Crowley's when he's he's saying let not one let the one school know the other, I think that there's actually kind of like a guard set up because you can see the implications of things when you do when you do a cross analysis between traditional Kabbalah and what has become of it with OTO and the Golden Dawn and even Freemasonry, you know, and the way that those things are treated, you know. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, one second, I. Uh... Just need to step out for a bit. Okay. Yeah, keep talking. I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. That might be a good oh. good moment to take a quick whiz. Okay. Do you want me to unveil my own? No, you can keep the camera there. No, I was thinking, like, <laughs> I, I've been veiling. It looks like I'm in some big city somewhere. Oh, aren't you? No. You know, is that fake? This is, this oh, <laughs> whoa, dude, dude! I can almost always see when somebody's put an image behind them that it's a freaking image. But with you, I it seems sharp enough that I couldn't tell. Let's go. Why does it look so? Oh, now I can see the blur when you get There's close. There's a blur around the. If you get closer, but when you're when you're back, I didn't see the the shutter. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very misleading. This is my actual room, by the way. Yeah. I'm not faking this. Yeah. The blur is nice too. But... Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, we should probably. All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna restart the call or what? No, or... I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. Yeah. So like. Uh... Hey Doug, what would be what would be great though is if you stopped recording now, and then okay. restarted there again. There we go. So we have, yeah. Uh, just so, so we have two a... files. Yeah. Yeah.